now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. And it's all about how you restart today. This is the reset. I know y'all sitting there looking like I had a, uh, I was trying to broadcast in a different location and I hit my volume. And so therefore y'all missed a good one. Uh, I got it recorded and I will probably play that, but I will go ahead and reiterate y'all missed a good. We had a great conversation and I did get out a little bit off track. So hopefully, hopefully we're starting, we're starting again. And Facebook is like, no, we can't fix it. We can't fix it. And I'm like, hold on. So we are relanding on in all places. And I'm going to, I'm going to give y'all the highlights because it, it thinks that I'm, I'm still, Oh, I was about to take out the wrong one. Okay. Okay. That one's gone. And that one's gone. And I'm trying to make sure that we are back and how we're supposed to be back. All right. So let me give y'all the highlights of what I thought I was saying to you guys. And I really was talking about, I was talking about the Pookies today, y'all. <laughs> but no, I came on yesterday talking about how awesome and amazing the entire Father's Day was and the entire weekend and how there was such a different climate on our social media over this particular Father's Day. And I hope that you all enjoyed it. But I wanted to talk about today is I was going to say, can you go home again? And I, I said, let me just put the dictate out there. Go home. Go home. Whatever the misunderstanding was, it was just that a misunderstanding. And if you're out there trying to avoid the blow up and all that, sometimes you got to let that stuff happen. And also, I talked about the fact that we, all of us, if you woke up this morning looking at my timeline, you're probably trying to figure out what was I watching last night. Well, there are those who are all caught up in the culture. And let me tell you, first of all, I hate that television show, The Shot. I hate the show. I hate the network. I hate the writers. I hate all y'all. I hate y'all. And I mean, like, seriously, I hate any and all things that celebrate that kind of culture. And I'm like, if that kind of stuff is going on in Chicago, then yeah, y'all need to relocate. Y'all need to go somewhere. Where is the fun? Petty Betty can't be quiet for nothing. Just pack that stuff up and take it. I'm like, y'all need to relocate. I never understand where, why we don't relocate people. Like, what do we need to do for y'all not to be out there with the 63rd Street gang? I can't, and then y'all like, what dry bus is going on? Yeah, I already know. It's going on everywhere. But at least in some places, you can, you can go so many miles away from it. So a lot of people are caught up in their feelings. Let me tell y'all, if y'all think Twitter ain't, ain't still happening, last night I was like, I'm having this conversation. I can't have this conversation on Facebook, right? Because, you know, there's some connections on Facebook. They'd be like, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. You know, so I went over to Twitter. I said, let me just go look. Now, I went over to Twitter to see what OJ was tweeting because OJ dropped another video. <laughs> we talking about we talking about there's a shift. Let me tell y'all, there's a shift that has to happen in 2019, just simply for the fact that it's 2019. There's a lot of things that the universe is not going to allow us to take into 2020, right? Because that's a whole other world we're about to head into. And there's a lot of things that's going on where people are trying to make the shift happen that we get to a better place going into 2020. And there's a lot of people that are trying to cause a shift not to happen because how they want things to stay the same and things don't stay the same. And if you out there trying to make things stay the same, you're going to get bowled over. You're going to get moved on out the way because this stuff has to happen. It has to happen. And so yesterday, Father's Day was one of those particular things. Father's Day was one of those particular things. And we saw a great shift happen coming into Father's Day. Fellas, y'all, I hope I posted last night. 
I hope I hope y'all feel better because y'all were like, no, you want you want a celebration. You want you want to feel the same. I can't believe that y'all are looking at Mother's Day like that. I can't even believe that y'all feel some kind of way about Mother's Day and like y'all not getting to just do on Father's Day. But let me tell you, hopefully grills and neckties and all. Hopefully those sales were way down yesterday. And because y'all said y'all wanted more memories, y'all wanted brunches, lunches, and dinners and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I hung out with my dad. He, he's usually at uh, he doing his flea market thing. I'm usually out covering the event. I'm usually a judge at one of the food tasting events. So I was like, okay, dad, you got to like come on and go with me today. He was like, man, he gives me, we have this conversation every Father's Day. I wish I had known sooner, but I'm like, dad, you, you go all over the place. Shut it down. Just shut it down today. Shut it down today. He said, well, if I shut it down right now, I'm going to be kind of rushing. Take your time, but shut it down and come on, come on to this event. And, uh, so he hooked up with my daughter and, uh, came on. And so we, we spent the day with him yesterday. He came on to the food tasting event, had an awesome time. We about wore him out. He was tired. Then we left there and we went and had a little after dinner drink just to toast him as a dad and, and memories. We, we have, we have, now we have another day of memories, but you gotta, you gotta say, you gotta say, cause a lot of times people wait on you to say it anyway. They wait on you to give them not an ultimatum, but just to make it a priority. Like, hey, listen, let's just make this a priority. Okay, let's just today, let's just make it a priority. Let's go on and make that, let that, let's not make, but let's let the shift happen. So now guess what? We got memories, new memories on a Father's Day and we got a new thing to do. We let's do, hey, let's just do this together. Let's not come together later on in the week and talk about the things that we did. And shout out to uh, everybody that did the Juneteenth events all over the country. Um, this year, and then some celebrated all over because people outside America has been celebrating the abolishment of slave enslavement more so than America. Anyway, America still comes to the table each and every day trying to figure out how to reinstitute slavery, uh, where the rest of the world has punished people. People always talk about how America has sanctions on everybody. There's a lot of people got sanctions on America simply because of how this country, especially with our current president, you know, if y'all ever looked and asked and tried to figure out who has sanctions, because there's a whole lot of things that people are enjoying, a whole lot of things in this world that we don't have over here. We always thinking that we are the better place, honey, please stop. Okay. Everybody else is over there taking two or three months off at a time. And here we are living for the weekend. You know, there was one, uh, uh, the wagon plant was like, no, we don't want the union. You know, it's like, it's like, come on, you got people out there that working 80 hours and still called part-time so they don't have to pay any benefits, right? But you, you go around the rest of the world, they got free healthcare, free education, free this, that. third world leaders I have, whom I have met with myself talking about how they have ele- ele- elevated the education of technology and lifted their entire pool out of poverty. And here we are over here still trying to make these things a reality going into 2020. And it's sad. People yesterday were talking about how, you know, area neighborhoods now, the basic is like $400,000, this, that, and the other, you know, when there's nowhere, pretty much nowhere in this country. I just came from the meeting last, what, two weeks, a week, wait, let me see, what was it? When did I go? Last Thursday, I believe, last Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday, I think it was, went to a networking with Hollywood, with the movie industry. And they're like, okay, they, they were told to come to Georgia because Georgia was going to have this, uh, this uh, pool of, of uh, employment. And they get here and come to find out um, before Georgia can give them these uh, qualified workers, they got to go to school for 
four years and amass all this debt and they need, they need people now. It's like, wait a minute. It don't require all of that. You know, we need them to know how to operate this rigging and this, that, and the other and start these businesses because, you know, you can't, they can't, they have to lease everything. They can't like own everything, right? They need to lease trucks. We need people that own, that own and operate these things. The same thing. And I saw this before we were talking about a shift. I saw this before when they had the Olympics, right? They, they needed people. They, they came into town and they like, listen, this is all the stuff that we're going to need. So now we need to train people how to set this up. We're going to need X amount of people in HVAC. So what we're going to do before the Olympics come, we're going to send you to HVAC school. You're going to work the Olympics. You're going to get this contract. We'll give you this contract. It's pretty much going to set your family up for life because you're going to get this contract. And then when we leave, you're going to have your own business. They taught you this A to Z going to have your own business and then you're going to be able to hire X amount and you're going to go from being broke to being a, a firm, right? You're like, really? This is the, here's a trailer how you do that. So the, so the Hollywood beyond the heartbeat bill is like, man, can we sustain this in Georgia? There's not enough content. Like I, we, they need, they need so much content because we are going we, there's been a shift from the days of reruns watching like, no, we're not re we're not re ain't no rerun. When last time you heard about a syndication deal, right? It's like new content all the time and we need to flood this. We need people to learn how to write a script. We ain't got time for them to go to four year school and learn. Like we, we don't even need an English major in there. There's an app for that, right? It's like as long as they can be creative and put a concept on a napkin, I'm telling y'all there's so much money sliding across the table. You slide a napkin with an idea over they slide you a check. It's a reality in this thing. And they love it in a napkin stage because that means that they get to take it on. But see, people are like, well, this is my story. I need to be. No, you need to sell that story. And that's one of the things that let me talk. Let's talk a little bit about gentrification. And I'm going to get back to talk about going home. Um. You can go home if you give y'all the misunderstanding. One of the greatest misunderstandings that we have, and you, I don't know if y'all ever heard anybody say this, but let me tell you something. We have this misunderstanding that our seniors should live in their fully paid for homes until the day they die. That's not how that's supposed to work. Now, mind you, because of the scarcity that went on in, in African-American culture, people think that it's supposed to stay in the neighborhood. First of all, if you are a senior in a neighborhood and now you're on a fixed income, your home is paid for. Um, you, first of all, the value of that community, it can go up and go down, but you don't need the, you don't need the uh, infrastructure in that community. You don't need the school system in that community. So now the school system is suffering unless you're raising all your grandkids and your great grandkids. That was a thing in the nineties. I understand that. Right. But if you have a fully, if you have anything that's fully paid for, even before it's fully paid for, along the way, it should be making you money. And if we're worried about our seniors and their retirement. We got them living in properties that's not making their money. That's why people go into retirement villas and retirement cities, retirement states, because those things that they have worked all their life for starts earning them money. And I'm not talking about this uh, um, um, poverty pimpishness of reverse mortgages and all that stuff, which now here come the first wave of foreclosures on that. But if you got a senior out there and cause let me tell, first of all, here's another, another misunderstanding, right? Your children are not going to care about what you care about. That's not going to be their passion. You were able to have your passion and your dreams. Like I love, I love this. My children ain't a bit more trying to podcast. This ain't even, a, this ain't even going to be their thing. My reputation, they like, 
Okay, we love mom and, and we love what mom does. But ain't nobody started a podcast yet. Yeah, I got a daughter. She got a uh, salon and all that kind of stuff. But that was her dream. And it went another way. Yes, she's able to benefit from the brand that I, and the reputation that I have. But everybody does their own thing. So that's another misunderstanding that we have, right? If you got a senior out there, let me tell y'all. The Airbnb situation that's going on around here is creating a level of richness. Notice I didn't say wealth because we're still watching it, right? But it is it is earning, it is earning. Senior citizens are supposed to earn. If you paid for something all your life, and mind you, we're talking about if a senior a senior citizen in this day and age is still in a fully, fully paid for home, guarantee you they probably paid less than twenty thousand dollars for the home. Because we're talking about the time they if they bought the home fifty years ago, homes in Atlanta at that time and in particular neighborhoods and all across Georgia were running about twenty thousand dollars was good living, right? Okay, so many of those homes now could have could have uh, exponential value, but we have to look at it as an earning, and we don't look at that. We look at it as the safety net. And I understand the environment and things like that, but that's what we got to understand what retirement is, right? You got to start obtaining assets that earn something that you do uh, in your life and in your day should earn. And, and, and I know give me all kind of pushback and I know all my politicians and all my advocates, you know, they out there advocating for affordability. They don't even understand what the concept is of affordability is, which is why we had a point where we even need affordability, right? Because you want to, you want to keep a slither of poverty in, in a place that's progressing or needs to progress. Things are supposed to change. And I know we can be mad at gentrification because once upon a time, you know, a bunch of people became lawmakers and came into the land. That's understandable. But we have got to understand that that's a system that we have been fighting forever and we have to fight it with the system. We need to fight it with a system. Okay. If, if people are losing their home to taxes and the house is paid for, but they can't pay the taxes, then you got to figure out a way for the house to start earning and start paying them. The house should pay The house should pay the taxes. Y'all know me. I love a free life, fully reimbursed expenses elsewhere. Right. And we have got a number of seniors that have amazing properties and amazing communities that are now drawing a whole lot of attention. Atlanta is a destination. There are people coming here. And in fact, let me tell you, you better go get grandma, bring grandma over for the weekend come Labor Day. OK. And put grandma's house on Airbnb or one of these sharing because uh, what is it? What's the uh, Dragon Con is coming and people who come for Dragon Con, they want to stay in downtown. They don't want to stay outside the perimeter. They only stay within the confines. And you can pay grandma's taxes. You can pay, you can pay grandma, all grandma's expenses, okay? Um, I'm telling you, you got you to gotta, think, think about these things. And I'm telling millennials, y'all need to step in and help your parents understand this earning potential. This earning potential out here is insane. And I know you're trying to thinking like, do you want strangers? Listen, if you don't help, if you don't help grandma, grandparents, you don't help your grandparents now, it's going to be strangers in their home. It's going to be strangers in the home. and hopefully they don't have to live the rest of their days with the heartbreak. And if you out there, you, you don't inherit all this stuff and you try to figure out what to do with it. Listen, and I know it's hard because here's where it is. The hard part is that's you look, that's lot. You've, you've, you, you're still going through the loss of the loved ones 
and and you can't figure you can't go you can't go back there i understand that but there are people out there who who will manage this stuff for you and yes they're gonna want to cut that's another miss that's another thing we don't understand you you there's you got to incentivize okay but they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make the money the money that's gonna pay them they're gonna make that for you Understand that. But that ain't what we came in here to talk about. Because I want to go back to the conversation you didn't get to hear. But that's just going on, y'all. And let me tell you, y'all got to go to some of these meetings. Y'all got to go and, and, and these people that you are elected, people coming in your face and talking about they, the new kind of politicians and the new generation, this, that, and the other. They have an understanding of this. You you all got to come together and get to understanding. Okay, so you know this podcast is a journal moment. And in the conversation we had that y'all did not hear, we talked about going home. We talked about the shift that's happening and how everything is being rushed to shift in 2019. Um, but we have to change up our, our mindsets and our understanding of a lot of stuff. And usually, um, if you didn't, if you weren't able to celebrate Father's Day, it's probably because of a misunderstanding, one person's perception, another person's perception. And in between those two perceptions, there's the truth. There's a thing that actually happened. Listen, if you need to go in a DM, if you need to go in a, uh, send a message, send a text, get rid of the landline, do what you got to do. You got to initiate it. Even if it's got to blow up again, because it's only going to blow up for so many times, but at least in each and every time you're going to get a little bit further. You're going to get a little bit further, but you got to get there y'all. Because let me tell you yesterday in all my days of watching father's day, on social media yesterday was absolutely awesome and amazing. And I know there's still some people dealing with heartache and pain, but um, there's a shift. My son, I was tell, telling about my son posted a picture of his of his brother, and I'm like, oh, my God, the si- sibling circle. I call them the sibling circle because it's like you know how we came from a culture where everybody got all these different siblings and different things like that. And they are, I, I celebrated the fact that they, even though there's a level of, uh, betrayal <laughs> in the, in in all of the mix of our communities and this cultural thing that has gone on. I celebrate the fact that they as siblings, they're together and they're going to come together and they get to go forward. And I love how they love on each other. But that was one of the things that we did as, as parents. It's like, Hey, look, you know, we ain't got to deal with each other no more. But we, one thing we are not going to do is get in the way. One thing that we're not going to exist in the way we're gonna let them handle it let them do what they do hey love who you need to love right love who you want to love that's my motto because i don't want you ever as your mother i don't want you ever out there having to making a making a decision now don't do anything that's gonna break my heart okay and i was talking about on the thing we were talking about um the son i told the story about how having three daughters and then my son was the youngest and trying to raise a young man that had to come through a household full of women and how I made sure he understood who his bull elephants were and where, where, when that testosterone, you know, it's not something, the only thing, let me tell you, I'm t- I, I, I believe a woman can raise a man, a woman can raise a man, honey. But one thing I knew I had to explain to him is that testosterone doesn't rise up in me like way it does. But if you keep coming at me, that little bit I do have, it's going to come up, and, and that's, not the, that's not the way this has to happen. We are trying to avoid a moment, and I pull, pulled out a book. great friend of mine, Jenks Morton, wrote a book called Teach Me to Love, and he talks about the relationship between the mother and the son and the things that happen in that relationship that one day, you, if you don't handle it, handle it right as it comes up, because our children, the next generation, is supposed to challenge us. They're supposed to challenge us each and every day from day one. Every, each and every day, you with your child, 
is, is a challenge. And you're supposed to rise up over them until that day when you say, okay, you're a man, you're a woman. Hey, go do your thing, right? Because otherwise, we're gonna, this is going to be the end. And I had to explain to each of my children when they got to that moment. You know, it was different. With, yes, it was different with the girls. Okay, right? We still, you still get to that moment. Either, either I understand now that you are ready to be an adult, but let me tell you what being an adult means. Or, okay, you keep rising up at the wrong time. Each time I'm coming close and close to the edge where I'm going to take you out. Okay? And then if I take you out, the rest of your siblings won't have a mom. And then it went all the way down the line. Each one of them, we had those moments. But I also explained to them that we're supposed to have those moments, but we must always come to an understanding that one of those moments, if we don't handle it right, is going to be the last moment. It's going to be the, the last time that we deal with each other, and that's not something that I want. It's for us to get to a point where we are both on this planet and we don't have anything to do with each other. And I had to explain that several different times. This is why I understand. Let me tell you, that whole proverb section that y'all love to call out in that Bible, that's, that's written for men. That ain't even for women. You're talking about being a proverb. That's, that's written because you have to say stuff to a man, especially a young, a young man. You have to say it to them so many different times and all different variations. So I had to tell you, I had to sell it to the daughters only a couple of times. Like, girl, I'm going to kill you. Thank you. You know, and then let them experience getting close to that. And they down, they're like, okay, I ain't gonna challenge, I'm not challenging that situation no more. Right? But with the son, I'm like, wait a minute, okay, because this is a different equation. Right? We're dealing with two different, we do two different clinical, psychological, all that stuff, right? The DNA, everything, right? I had to say it to him several different ways. And him being intellectual, I had to go and get the intellectual definition of I had to pull out a book and say, Hey, listen, this is what hap- this is what happens. And so one, one of those particular days, and the misunderstanding was I had, I had allowed him to live in a universe where I had, not exp- I had not truly explained to him what it meant to be black, right, and cultural, right? And on a particular day where I was mourning one of my ancestors, he wanted to go to the mall. Now, the girls knew, don't mess with mama today. Y'all already know, right? And they said it to him. But, you know, got to say it to him 31 times, right? And he was like, no, I want to go to the mall. And I'm like, no, not today. Not today. Mm-mm. That ain't what we do. And he was like, why? I don't understand. Okay, well, let me get you to understand it, you know? And unfortunately, by the time I gave him the reason of understanding, my voice and my emotions were all at a decibel where he couldn't hear me no way. Because he said, and, and, and <laughs> he thought I was just having one of my moments. Because I think he even said some stuff. Up some stuff to me like are you really mad or is it just that time and I'm like wait you know wait huh you know because he, he didn't understand he wanted to go to the mall because there ain't never really been a problem about going to well, not today right and he didn't want the not he didn't want the not today so we were getting ready to come to blows so I'm like okay wait a minute let me go back to the book let me explain it I said remember I was telling you about this moment that you know as you get as you become a young man there are going to be times you're going to need to come to me. We're going to debate some things. You know, now, mind he's trying to figure out, okay, she's a little too calm right now because she was just on 100, right? So he's like, she either going to kill me now or something. No, I'm just trying to explain to him. I'm like, we pull back, okay? Remember the moments I'm talking about where you're going to have a valid opinion. I'm going to have a valid opinion, right? And we have to decide whose opinion is more valid. And I might not have used those words. I'm probably saying he probably over there somewhere is going like, she wasn't that calm. 
But I had to let him know because we were both we were both mad. I said, but this is let me explain to you what today is and what today really means and what happened in my life on this day. And I don't want and I I probably have gone too long trying for you not to experience this kind of hurt and pain. But let me just tell you what it is to the point that I can't process my child being out of my presence on this day. And understand that there are times where you will have to come to me and your point may be more valid than mine. And I will have to relinquish in that moment. But what we don't want to do is if we get to that moment or to get to that moment because of the wrong thing, because if we do, we can walk away from this situation and never want to deal with each other again. And I don't want that day to come. And I certainly don't want that day to be over this. And I and you don't want that day to be because you just want it to go to the mall. You don't want to look back 20 years from now and say, damn, you know, it got like this between my mom and I, and I just want to go to the mall. Cause it, it sounds, it sounds silly, but it's just a misunderstanding. And we're going to get through this. Cause you got a whole bunch of other days. And he's like, you know, and he probably was still mad. Like, cause I'm, I'm pretty sure they were doing some hell of stuff at the mall that day. But I said, well, guess what? It's going to be more respect for you. Just like you respect your friends when they have to go do cultural things. But this is my fault because I hadn't let you know all of this because I don't want you to know and experience all this. But here's what's going on. And it is something that we must honor. And in honoring that, you know, hey, you get to go late. <laughs> now, can I go back to doing what I'm doing? Okay. And even, and even now, we, we had a situation in 2019. It's like, wait a minute. You know, the testosterone, it's a little bit, you know, getting up there. Let's, and, I, and I said as a mom, because, you know, my child lives all over the world and we must never part with a misunderstanding. I was like, okay, mama, you got to do this. You got to, hey, with this. and he was waiting on me. Here's that Because we've always had that, let's sit down, let's talk, mama. So I had to go like, okay, you got to go sit down. I got to go sit down and talk. You gotta, and I, I went to him. Because I said, I got to hear what he got. He got something to say, and I got to hear what he got to say, and I got to be open to what he said. And they have been, y'all know what I've been through. It's like, okay, I ain't been open to nothing. And I'm like, wait a minute, because something's not right. Something's off with me and the kid. Let me go sit down and let me hear. You got to go home. You got to have that. Got to get to that understanding. I need to get to the understanding. Okay, and I said, what's going on? The floor is yours, you know. And we had a we had an amazing conversation. And, you know, men and women, and yes, he's a man, and I have to say that that's a man right there, y'all. That's a man. We have different words and languages, and we get caught up on the semantics and stuff. And I said something, and, uh, and I, the one, something I will forever carry in my heart in this moment. I was hard on myself. I said something I was so hard on, on myself. And he was like, Mom, that's not it. He said, you know, it's just, it's just a, a what the, he, he said, he said, you just had a moment where some things were neglected. Let's just get it taken care of. That's what he said. And he said it, and it was, it was that moment that we had, like, this can't be the issue. that He, he, he basically did the reverse of what I did. But see, you got to train up a child. You got to train up a child. And so he, he gave me basically the same conversation that I, did to, I gave to him, you know, He's like, no, you just neglected it for a minute. We just get, let's just get it taken care of. And I say, well, let's do what we got to do, right? Because we can't have those moments. We can't have these misunderstandings. And we certainly don't ever want to, ever want to work. So, and it's hard. Let me tell y'all, it's hard. Because you have to hear some things. You have to hear some things about yourself, right? 
But when you hear it, and you might have to hear it a time and a time and a time again, but in one of those moments, you're going to be willing to change it. You're going to be willing to let that, not change it, you're going to be willing to let that shift happen because you can't change it. You can't change it because we've done what we've done to each other. You can't, can't change that. But you might be willing to let that shift happen. Let me tell you, let me get... Let me get back to the pookie story because I told the pookie story. Now, I, my son's not a pookie by no means. But I keep a couple of pookies on my timeline. And we were, they, the pookies was all up in the, in the shy because, you know, it's a little bit of their culture going on on this shy last night. But, um, and I'm still mad. I still hate that writer. Man, I can't stand her. I'm like, dang, girl. Ugh, get on my nerve with this show, y'all. And this, oh, my God. But y'all, if y'all are watching, some of y'all are probably going to go binge because I know the influence of everybody's trying to watch this thing. I don't even want y'all to watch it. I don't even want y'all to watch it because they said a cliffhanger. But I'm like, the way that ended last night, the only way it could be a cliffhanger is, oh, boy, got to be still like something. And it's no spoiler. Bump of spoiler. Y'all should keep up. Anyway, so last night on the shot, Ronnie, Ronnie, who's conflicted in all, all essence of the word, um, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie's like some of y'all where the daddy lived across the street and you, you didn't know it, you know, and the grandparents were protective because the mother and didn't have no business getting with the daddy because whatever situation the daddy had going on up the street, down the street. Come on. We all know. We all know. Come on now. Let's just be truthful. Let's be truthful and prophetic with this thing. Right. So, you know, the, the daddies that had the children in the different households or whatever. So, okay. So Ronnie, Ronnie and Brandon. Um, broke the cycle last night. And we're talking about the cycle of this pain and this violence. Because, you know, uh, Coogee was murdered by Ronnie. And so they've been dealing with that all season. The fact that Ronnie is, Ronnie's really not going to do no time for this. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. It's like, dang, I don't know. But anyway, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a block. It's all kind of stuff that happens on this block by people who, for, for whatever ungodly reason, won't move off this block. Why don't they leave? I'm like, why, why? Because I'm going to tell you, I picked up. I'm like, look, I love y'all. And, and, and Stokely Carmichael, you know, said, Kwame Toure, he was like, I don't care how, how far you go in your bougie delusion and how far you get away from the hood, always have your lifeline to Pookie and be able to get back and keep track of what Pookie them are doing because when it all come down, that's what you're going to need because those are the ones that are weaponized and all this kind of stuff, you know, so y'all can be out there following Dr. King and turning the cheek and all that kind of stuff. But Stoke, Kwame Ture was the ones like, you ain't got but two. How many more cheeks you going to turn? Because I'm just saying, right? So Stokely was like, look, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with America, right? So anyway, okay, so Ronnie... No, Brandon goes and tells Ron, tells Ronnie, listen, I understand the rage. I understand the rage you would have been in thinking that my brother murdered your son. So that's the cycle that they're in, right? So he says, I get it. I get it. So, so you know you're watching these two brothers having this conversation, both of them just conflicted. We all know Brandon might not come back to the show. It's like this stuff that Brandon's go- got going on. And this is where we are as far as the 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 monster and the genius and the genius and the monster that goes on with all these different generations and all these different people is like, do we still want to see this brother on television? Uh, can he go, can he go to rehab? Cause all these other folks just go to rehab, you know, can he go to rehab? Like, like we, they're like, no, let's, we're going to end his career and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not trying to be, yeah, I am. I'm trying to be empathetic. I'm trying to understand. Cause I'm always trying to get to an understanding. 
I'm always trying to get to an understanding. 31 minutes into this, I'm, we got wrapped up about 15. I'm always trying to get to an understanding. And what I'm trying to understand is why isn't that ever an option? Because human, that you can shift. You can't technically change, but you can shift. And this brother apparently was causing all kind of havoc on the show for the women, and uh, which is why we always never really see, never, really, never really did see true chemistry between him and the love interest. Because homeboy, apparently, we, we don't even know truly what he was doing. Because they 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 giving us all this vague conversation. So, but anyway, in the in the scene, uh, because he because he he and Ronnie come to an understanding. Ronnie goes and forgives his father. He's like, somebody just forgave me, and I, I, I think I should do that with you. So we end up seeing this great, and, and I don't know, please tell me, did they mean for that to happen like that on Father's Day? Knowing that the, knowing that the um, and wait a minute, did it happen on Father's Day? I don't know, because I, I don't know when shows really come on. I just happened to watch it last night. Um, and it was, a lot, <laughs> it was a lot of stuff going on with daddies on that show. <laughs> It was a lot of, did y'all, how many times did y'all scream at old girl and the baby daddy? <laughs> like, and you already knew slimy. You already knew he was trying to roll up on her. You already knew, come on, who didn't know it? If you didn't know he was already plotting, trying to roll, trying to dip back, then you probably out there getting caught up with your baby daddy. I'm just saying, y'all, listen, yes, I have a duality. I have a duality. Of, I can deal with everybody, right? And I'm just saying, that's how they, that's how y'all getting caught up. He coming over there talking about he bringing dude. You got all them touring over there. Your son already got babies, but this particular baby, you trying to bring some clothes to his mama house. You just saw him. You could have rolled up with them clothes to the restaurant. You try. You was trying to dip back. Come on now, stop. Somebody's going. Dang, that was they put got my life on TV. Yeah, he could have. He could have took those clothes to the to the restaurant. He know where homeboy work. You ain't got to be going dipping to the baby, especially as grown as he is. He over there got four kids. You trying to go over there to the to the mom, to the baby mama, the baby grandmama, because they get their grandparents at this point. Can you still be the baby mama once you're a grand? You the baby grandmama. He trying to go dip back with the baby grown. <laughs> and knowing she done broke it off with Ronnie, so she like all deprived, and so. <laughs> That was that was that was the funniest thing ever. I holler. I was hollering so much on that show last night. I was waking up the entire neighborhood. But uh, the endo, the Reggie, y'all. I spent when I tell y'all, I spent this week because I was hanging out with some celebrities this week, and I was trying my best. I was like, how do I find? Because y'all, I kept trying to find a slither of good in Reggie. I kept trying to find something because I almost. It was one of those situations. And, uh, you know, we lost a gangster this, this week, um, Frank Lucas. No, when, when did, I don't know when Frank Lucas funeral was this week. I don't know when Frank died, but Frank Lucas, uh, funeral was this week. So all Frank Lucas family was coming out the woodwork. And apparently he is the uncle. He was the uncle of, uh, pimp preacher Jamal Bryant, who's now in Atlanta over there at new birth, uh, with all that pimpishness going on. And so he had to go back to funeralize his uncle, Frank Lucas, I'm like, okay, yeah, make this make sense. Now we get it. Okay. So he, and then he had a nerd to pick them up. You can't pick your family. You obviously can't fall too far from the tree either. But anyway, okay, let me just say. So, and he, Baltimore, like, really? Like, anyway, but anyway, 
We're talking about Chicago. So I hope y'all are watching this. No, I don't. I hope y'all never watch. Don't watch this show. We don't even want it to come back. We don't need this on television. But I do need to know. Because I'm like, do, oh, do pick Reggie up. It was right. <laughs> And I, I'm so in my, I'm so in my feelings. Like everybody, everybody watched the episode twice. Everybody watched every, listen, when I left Facebook, went over to Twitter and y'all keep thinking, I'm telling y'all Twitter is still the place. When I went over to Twitter and Twitter had this, the shy, they had a whole shy timeline. And you can see like all the comments, like people, you can get away from people you follow and like go over there and have this conversation. So I'm like reading this thing. Right. And so um, I'm, I'm looking like everybody watched it twice. Everybody that went back to see, wait, wait, did he, he didn't take his light. That wasn't like his last breath. Like he spit up a little blood. He might need an organ or two, right? Thank God he had eaten the chicken because if you get shot after you eat, it causes all kinds of infections. Yeah. See, when you know pookies, you know all of this because you probably done been all up in the hospital and they trying to explain all this stuff to you. Because especially if you live during the 90s, because remember during the 90s, all the brothers was like getting shot and they was like, because I'm like, because it's been a long time since we've seen the brothers like in the wheelchairs. Like, where did all the brothers that was in the wheelchairs in the 90s, where are they? You don't see a lot of, you don't see that no more. I'm like, God, did they perish? Somebody please explain that life. Where are they? Like, are they out there now with all these bionics? Because, you know, everybody got bionics these days, right? People are walking again. Are the pookies walking again? You know, I'm like, what happened to, like, all the pookies that was in the wheelchairs back in the day? Where are they? Because they, they got to be, like, old men right now, right? Because we're talking, what, 20 years, 30 years? Oh, my God. Okay, but anyway, so we are, everybody out there trying to look, them rewinding, watching in slow motion, like, wait, did, Re- did Reggie? Because Reggie didn't take his, like, there was no last breath because we all... You know, if you, you've been around the culture, you know what last breath looked like. I hate, I hate to say it like that. But we were all caught up in the show last night. Y'all woke up looking at my timeline. But listen, I'm telling you, go home. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, go home. Go home. Um, you might have to have some hard conversations. And I have been in some hard conversations. And when I tell you, it comes down to just simply a misunderstanding. It, it literally is. And it might have hurt in that moment. And they say time heals. Time does heal. Uh, I was looking at I was looking at the footage, the uh, coverage, the the content that I did over the weekend, and I came across. I was looking at the photos, and I was like, "Wow!" I saw myself uh, laughing again and and having a good time, and and I was like, "Wow!" You know, time time does heal. The pain will forever be there, but time does heal. And I'm sorry, we have to, you have to keep going. And I'm, I'm not one, I will never tell you to get over it, get beyond it, uh, stop thinking about it, the things that we have been through in life, because those are, those are just life lessons. And I'm telling you, you live long enough, uh, things are going to happen. But if you can't let them, you can't let, a lot of the things that have become the end of something shouldn't really be the end of something, you know? a lot of this stuff can be fixed and I know I'm not the only one being honest and open and transparent about this thing. I know, uh, your girl, Trump girl says she was transparent. I'm not that kind of transparent. There are no lies here. Uh, in fact, I got to go on radio and talk about her. I got to invite yesterday, um, to come on and talk about this ex, these new exits and in the Trump white house. That's, that's another thing I do in life. Uh, some of y'all might not follow that part of the journey, but um, I do talk a little bit on radio with the politics as a contributor on a couple of stations. So I will be uh, doing that coming up and I'll let you guys know when I go live. I have to let you know when I go live. Otherwise, you know, hey, but listen, um, 
congratulations again on Father's Day. I, I mean, just absolutely beautiful. I saw some healing on the timeline yesterday. And Father's Day, when it comes to measuring social media, uh, each year we measure Father's Day on social media. And there, during the first five years of y'all being out here with us, uh, it was very hard and very difficult to witness. Dads were like, they want some memories. They don't want no ties. They don't want to be grilling. They want some memories. They want the same kind of memories you create for mom. So one of the things we did yesterday, I told my dad, listen, I know you usually at your flea market thing and doing this. We got to shut it down. We're going to spend a day together. So dad shut it down. He was like, well, if I shut it down now, I'm going to have to rush. You're going to have to shut it down, dad. We got to spend this day together. We got we to gotta have these memories and these moments. And he had an awesome time hanging out with me and the girls. Uh, the question of the son is uh, on the other side of the world. So he sends it uh, happy Father's Day. And I'm pretty sure he made his calls in Texas and all that kind of stuff. And um, we went to the Family Food Festival. We um, had an awesome time there. Uh, you went, you got a chance to go from chef to chef to chef and tasting all this amazing food. I got the rest, not the recipe. Not I got a recipe. I didn't get the trade secrets. I got some recipes. Uh, to try here in the kitchen. Uh, the salmon bites, which everybody absolutely loves, is a winner every year. Uh, the salmon bites, uh, the mac and cheese. Uh, shout out to Jarvis Tally, who came up in there with the, he came up in there with a lobster, was it a lobster rice something? Oh my God, pineapple, pineapple lobster. I mean, it was, it, he was scraping because people were like, they, they wore that out. Uh, but Jarvis always has an amazing creation. There was all kinds of mac and cheese. It was a mac and cheese and salsa that was uh, insane. I was like, they had that with pulled pork. There was one person had a mac and cheese with fr mac and fried chicken. It was mac and cheese with a piece of fried, little piece of fried chicken on the top with this awesome drizzle on there. That was all kind of bar. I, I was the barbecue and beverage judge. Oh my gosh! So I had pulled pork. This I had a I had a pickle. Let me see what was it called. Wait, let me think. It was something else before the pickle. It was a pickled chicken. Something pickled chicken. Wait. It was a pickled chicken shooter. And it, it was, uh, the chicken was cooked in with the pickle and then they had that pickle. Because some of y'all love to put pickle on stuff. And I'm like, and it, it was like, the, it was on a piece, a little piece of bread. It was like a slider shooter. It was on a little piece of bread in the, in the thing. And then the chicken. And then the pickle. And then, oh my God, you shoot it back like a, Man, you talk about good. Um, there was, oh my God, there was so much. There was so much. Let me think. Um, the weed, the, you know, the Sigmas, they come, they have, they have like this whole corner going on. But uh, they had the the wings over there that was, oh, oh my God, good. Um, there was a mac and cheese ball. The mac and cheese ball was a win. Oh my God, was so good. Um, it was, uh, and we, we, we talked on the video, like how, how, how do you get this stuff in the ball? Well, one, you gotta, you gotta put stuff in the freeze. You gotta like make your balls and all that and kind of freeze or refrigerate it so that when you go to drop it in your grease to fry it, after you, you know, put your batter on there, it, it stays together and then just basically heats through. It heats through, but it doesn't separate. So if you're trying to make all this stuff and it's separating in the grease, Y'all, you got to go out there. This is one reason I went. I was like, I get to be in a room with all these different chefs. So I came back with some recipes, not trade trade secrets. Oh, and my God, there was a guy with the dessert on it. The, the one the dessert thing. He had this cake, these little cake bites, and they the different. 
the different textures and flavors. And he had one that had the essence of a sweet potato pie, but it was like a cake and it was like chocolate. It looked like chocolate on top, vanilla on the bottom, but it was sweet potato. Oh my God. He, he had, and then, and then they were over there, like the little chefs was over there at a circle. They were talking about how he did that. He said, you know, and then he talked about how he usually has it, um, usually puts the alcohol in it, but he didn't do that for yesterday. Oh my God. It was absolutely awesome. And amazing. But that's an annual event y'all for Father's Day. So please make sure next year that you are there for Father's Day. You're going to see a couple of other events. They are put on by a culinary charity. So they have events throughout the year leading up to that. And these are actual fundraisers. So that yesterday's event was an actual fundraiser for some of the services that they do as a, as a organization. So, um, and then there are other tasting events and things like, wait a minute, in Southwest Atlanta, was there a tasting this weekend? I hope I didn't miss that. I hope I didn't miss it. They had a, a faith, uh, if they, if it wasn't this weekend, it's coming up, um, uh, annual first annual tasting of Southwest Atlanta. Um, shout out, let me shout out Fulton County. Let me say this. Uh, I know we talk a lot and everybody wants to think that everything is Atlanta, but if you are native, you grew up saying Atlanta, Fulton County, but let me tell y'all Fulton County is doing the doggone thing. Uh, in fact, on Saturday, I will be in Fulton County, um, teaching blog secrets, blog, uh, skills to young people of Fulton County. Hopefully your kids or if you're in Fulton County or participating in the, there's a writer's workshop that's happening all month long, a summer writing series that happens in Fulton County. Um, Fulton County, now I love all the counties. I live in Douglas, and a lot of these counties are doing amazing things. But when it comes to uh, somewhat, and Fulton County goes inside and outside of the perimeter. Atlanta is pretty much inside the perimeter, but Fulton County uh is like a, it goes inside and outside of the perimeter. The representatives uh, that represent Fulton County are absolutely awesome and amazing. I got a chance to see one twice this weekend. Natalie Hall, shout out to her. She was represented at both of the events, the Juneteenth event. If you didn't make it out to the Juneteenth event, you missed it. When I talk about a shift happening, uh, that was an amazing event this year, the Juneteenth. If you did not stop and honor the ancestors this weekend, Shame on you if you did not stop and under. And I know black people get all up in their feelings when we when we talk about doing things for us and by us, you know, because y'all all on that assimilation thing and all that kind of stuff. Even though people have a, a day-to-day boycott of you going on, that's on you. That's fine. Do what you do. But let me tell you, if you did not honor your ancestors this weekend, I don't know you. I pretty much don't know you because everybody I know was all up in there. And uh, it was absolutely awesome and amazing. It went from Mo- the, the parade went from Mosley Parks to the Home Depot back lot, um, backyard, and thousands of people and vendors and the stage and food, all kind of food and clothing and apparel and just everything. It was beautiful, a beautiful sea of people that went on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then on Sunday uh, was Father's Day. All over the city was all kind of things for Father's Day. I didn't even write down much um, in the journal today because the very simple thing is we all need to go home. And you classify what home is. I ain't telling you to go back to Africa and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying. Home is where the heart is. And too many of us are living apart from where our heart is. Too many of us are living. Too many of us are in the same place our heart is in and living apart too many there's too many misunderstandings 
uh, going on between us. And a lot of us end up where we can't get out of bed because of it. And that's why I call this how to get out of bed. Because I have to, as a practitioner of social media, okay, I have something called social media clinics. I'm going to put that flyer on the screen. We did not have clinics this weekend because of Father's Day and Juneteenth. But uh, as soon as I get off here, the open sign will go up and the clinics will be open. I've got uh, calls I'll be working on. i got calls i got to make for that as people are booking their calls. Uh, I have a group clinic this weekend, two group clinics this weekend. we got the content clinic and the vendor clinic. That The vendor clinic is, I think the content clinic is 2.30 on Sunday. The vendor clinic is 4.30 on Sunday. Uh, we had our soft opening last weekend, and um, this weekend we'll be back. And we're also going to pick a couple other spots around the city that we're going to have clinics. Like I said, Saturday I'm taking the clinics. I've been invited to Fulton County to do a clinic for the young people of Fulton County. So I will be doing a clinic there. I've got, uh, um, there's a new, a couple new businesses that are coming on. They have purchased a clinic for their group. And so, but the group clinic, uh, there's individual clinics and there are group clinics, but I definitely want you guys to take advantage of the group clinic. Those are shared clinics and those happen on Sundays and Mondays. Um, the, if you want to get a clinic for your group, those are on Mondays, but if you want to come to the open shared clinics, those are on Sunday afternoons after church. So two thirty is the content clinic, content clinic, and then 4.30 is the vendor clinic. That's where I take you from selling to sold out. Y'all notice when we went over to my guy Stan and we were like, you can't even buy these ribs. They already sold. Okay. And he had orders from coming. From, somebody was driving up from Birmingham to get some barbecue this weekend. I'm like, y'all, I'm telling you, I hope everybody had an awesome and amazing weekend. If you did not, if you, if something was on your heart, Speak it, speak it. Go ahead and let it out. Let it come. Let it come out. Say it until you can say it to the right person. Say it to somebody so that the healing can begin to happen. Who is it you need to say it to? Sometimes, sometimes it just boils down to us saying it to ourselves. I need to heal that. I need to and, and stop trying to avoid the blow up. We talked yesterday about I was talking about all the interviews that I have done with with the fatherless, people who are who have issues with fatherhood, whether they be whether they're the dad or the result of not having a dad or even the result of having a dad. I talked yesterday on the podcast about, you know, some issues that even though my dad had a dad and I had a dad, there's still some things that, you know, came through in that because of how we are, who we are, you know? Um it it and you have to talk about that. And dad and I, I was like I he was like, I turned the camera on dad last night. He's like, you about to interview me? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I asked him a couple of questions because, I mean, there's some things that one of the things that we don't do is we don't ask enough. We don't ask enough. And um, we just don't ask enough. And that's, that's something that has been proven in social media. Uh, one of the major results that's monitored one of the major aspects that's monitored about everybody having access about because there, there's, there's a law that says that we all have to be equal on social media this this thing ain't just happening there's a lot there are laws there are reasons why 
uh, there you can come on social media and get beyond many of the hierarchies that that exist offline and in our society. There's a there's a reason you can go online and create the universe that you want to dwell in. Right. And therefore, we must the one thing that is is major. One of the things that's major is how well you use it to make positive impact in your life. And I tell you to this day, to 2019, in the past four years, because most people on average have only been out here four years, okay, 2015. Um, In those four years, not enough of us have used it to ask the right questions, and that is for help, for healing, right? Uh, If somebody's in your way... You can come on here and go around them, go above them, whether you need to send an email, a DM, or just post out loud and on your timeline. You know, such and such is blocking my life, or this and that is happening. You can express it outwardly. And what do we know about alchemy and al- the alchemist and, 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 and things that y'all, even Yala has told us, even if, even if she don't fix what she need to be fixing when you express it outwardly, you have the universe at your disposal. It's going to, if you want it, the universe aspires to give it to you. If you want it, the universe will aspire to give it to you. That means that the very minute it is known and, and, and where everything around you is going to order itself for you to have it. And the sad part about it is there are so many people who wake up each and every day and tell themselves and the universe that they don't deserve it. What did my girl, I, what's her name, Issa Rae say? I deserve this, bye. What do you deserve? That's our lesson, that's our activity for today. What do you deserve? I mean, really, openly and honestly, what do you deserve? I deserve to have peace in my life. That's all I want. I want to be unbothered. I want anything that bothers me, I want it to be a choice that I will come out of my comfort zone. In fact, I don't want to ever have to come out of my comfort zone. I want everything to be, I want to be comforting in everything I have to do, every decision that I have to make, every person I have to be around. I I deserve that, especially on this side of life. I deserve that. I am so far beyond having to put up with individuals that don't need to be around me. I'm just saying, I deserve it. What do you deserve? Do you know? Do you desire? What do you deserve? Because I guarantee you somebody's asking you that. Somebody's right now or just, you probably like, damn, somebody did just ask me that. They have they asked you, how can I help? What can I do? Because there are all kind of people out there. Everybody talking about who they want to win and they never really say themselves. I'm not yet. I hadn't heard a person say, I want to win. I want to win. You always say, man, I want them to win. I want them to win. I want this for them and I want this for them. What do you, what do you want? What, I mean, literally, like, what do you want? You know, same thing with Father's Day. We were asking, like, okay, well, what do you want? You don't want a tie. You don't want cologne. You don't want, you don't want a grill. You don't want a barbecue. What do you want? I don't know. Think of something. Okay, well, let's go with a memory. Let's do something to create a memory. All right, I hope I have helped you guys create a memory. I hope 
um, that you, that you jumped on and you had a good time. And, uh, I had, I'm hanging out in the kitchen today. So I had to, uh, usually the, um, the dog is on the other side, lapping up water, eating. Now, apparently I had, I got to go take him for the walk because I told Petty Betty I wanted, cause usually I'm in, I'm in the other room doing my podcast and families moving all about. So when they see me out in the out spaces, they're like, oh, wait, now we got to be out. She was tr- it's like the quieter she was trying to be, the louder she was. So I was like, I'll just do, I'll, I'll, I'll walk the dog. I'll walk the dog. And you know what? Let me tell y'all, yesterday, when I talk about when you express it outwardly, yesterday, now think about this. Let me, let me show y'all how the universe works. Because I don't want y'all to not understand what I'm saying, okay? Now, mind you, year after year, I have gone and judged this food, comp, food tasting, right? But I, I, I wasn't in the kitchen. But going and judging the food tasting after being in the kitchen, I'm sitting at the table and across from me, lady hands me her card. She just started an organization called the Georgia Association for Hospitality and Entertainment something. And if I read that wrong, that's okay. I'm going to get it right. Right. Next to her is Chef Ashley. And they are telling me that I have trade secrets, that what they are witnessing. Remember, we talk about that. I'm going to write that witnessing down. What they are witnessing, because she, the lady kept looking at me and she kept saying, I know you, I know you, I know you, I know you. Because she, you know, uh, I, and people were like walking up to me, I know you, I know you. And she was like, wait a minute, here it comes, here it comes. She was trying to figure it out. And she was like, dryer, dryer, dryer buzz. And I'm like, yeah. And so she went on to tell me that she had this organization. So my friend Ashley, Chef Ashley's like, yeah, y'all need to connect. And so, and we were talking about, they was like, okay, you need to start a cottage industry. And I'm like, I said, we were talking about people wanting to buy the food. I'm like, I'm not trying to cook. I'm not trying to sell. I'm not trying to start an Insta restaurant. That's where you post some food on Instagram and people come and eat it. I'm like, I'm not, I got, I got like, I, I'm, I just want, people, I want, I don't want to. And I'm, I'm like trying to say, and notice I can't even say I don't want it. And they were like, no, let me tell you. And literally here's how you get that done. Because one, you got the dog. So, you know, and, and, I, and I told myself, and I'd rather have a dog. Like, right. I, I, I mean, that's, that's where I am right now. Right. They were like, no. I got a space. Here's, let me tell you. She says, I'm talking with, I'm getting, I'm getting a partnership with a, a kitchen space, right? Now, mind you, two women are sitting in front of me. This is how, what I'm talking about. When you express it outwardly, I ain't even, in my mind, I ain't even said it outwardly, but this is what, based on what they have witnessed, okay, from watching me, these two women now proceed to tell me that they have carte blanche access, all access to space beyond belief that (laughs) whatever it is I desire for this to become can happen. This is what I'm talking about. This is what happens. Like kitchen, dining facility, um, all of this. And you know, already know Wednesday, come see me Tuesday. Like, let's, let's do, let's, let's do this. And I'm like, y'all, and, and we were talk, they were like, your mac and cheese. I'm like, but my, that's not a, that, I'm like, that's, that's not a trade secret. No, that's a trade secret. The way you do mac, the mac and cheese, that's a trade secret. Cause you did a little something different. 
I'm like, I just asked a couple people what they do, and I'm like, I just came up. That's a, and they, they, they're trying to drill it in my head that stop. Don't, you have trade secrets. You have trade secrets, and this is what happened. This, and then goes on and proceeds to tell me this is what you do from tra- with trade secrets from A to Z. So should your girl start selling these? Like, yeah. And I'm like, but should I start selling? Yes. I'm like, but she's like, and let me tell you how you do that. And I'm like, okay, learn. Listen, listen and learn, people. When you put it out there, the universe will aspire, conspire. Not, not, what did, how did Oprah say it? The universe will aspire to give you what you want. I think that's what Oprah said in her book. You know, Oprah has this book out there. She put it out there for free. And it's called The Path to, what's Oprah's book called? I don't know if I have it on this device. What is Oprah's book? The Path, made, no, The Path made clear. Oprah put out a book. Oprah dropped a book like Beyonce dropped an album. It was free. She dropped it for the graduates and during graduation season. The path made clear and it's her interviewing all these people and they're talking about how their path was made clear. There are a number of people out here when their path is made clear, they tell you how their path is made clear. So now all I have to do is like follow up, which is the worst thing I am. The worst that I'm I'm at, my, my biggest flaw is the follow up. So Tuesday, I have to go and get this. Uh, well, one, I got to go get the food because one organization now going to provide the food that we're going to cook in the kitchen. Got call. So I have to go and get the food uh, for Wednesday. And not only that, my daughter, she had this whole list of stuff. Okay, you need to cook this. You need to try this. You need to try this. So we're going to try to make some vegan cheese, y'all. I got a recipe for that's going to make some vegan cheese. So I'm going to make it. I'm going to put it on, y'all, and see. I'm going to test it and see who can tell the difference. And I'm looking at it, man. I'm like, that's that's bomb right there because you, you can't tell. You can't tell. And not only that, it's probably because of what's going in it. It's probably going to have more flavor than cheese. Think about that, y'all. And not only being healthy, oh, my God. All right, y'all. Well over. Oh, we just one minute, one minute, one minute over. All right. Thank you, guys. Listen, but let me tell you this. Uh, all, all our podcasts, as you know, are supported. Shout out to all of you who ordered uh, Dad's uh, Father's Day gift from Natural Soap by Zakia. Man, they were shipping, 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 uh, producing, producing, producing product to get those things out. Those of you that went to naturalsoapbyzakia.com, use your discount code dryer buzz and save 10%. And on the uh, podcast, when I get done with this one, you'll see a link for those of you that want to go. Shout out to those of you that jumped on the call with authors in business, authors in business to find out more about authors in business. If you are trying to publish, write, um, build, uh, your, build up your revenue stream for the best passive income you can have is by having books on the shelves. That's the best I'm like, I got to the store the other day and I'm like, hey, where did money come from? Oh, book sales. Okay, cool. Right? I'm just saying, listen, the best passive income and you don't have to be, you know, a mystery, not a novel writer. Listen, if you have some experience based on your experience, put it in the book. Don't think that somebody's not out there transcribing these podcasts, you know, or many, some of the many times I get off track. But don't think that how to get out of bed is not going to be on the bookshelves. It's headed to the bookshelves. Why do you think I'm writing? I done wrote 70. I got 70 pages over here of notes that I have journals, journaling moments that I have taken that's now becoming chapters. Not even chapters. God, 
70. Ooh, that's a book. This is a couple of books. Let me go. I got to, I got to write. I got to write. Cause they authors and uh, business are getting ready to go on tour and it is book season. Every weekend in the summer, there's a national book festival in a particular city or state. And, um, and that's the thing. That's what's going on. So authors in business, um, when you publish, you become a business because that's the best passive income that you can have. So do check out AIB nation is also on your screen. And then of course, uh, also the podcast is supported by, um, monetizing. I fully reimburse each expense with social media clinics. And I'm going to get out of here because I think what time is it? My first call is at noon. So I get to go walk the dog and get set up for my, um, first call of the day and you will probably be able I think I might have checked the calendar I think I've got a couple of spots maybe more than that I think I opened up some spots what's the day Monday Monday I think I, I know I have a clinic later on but I have a couple of calls that are available if you go to ask dryerbuzz.com you can see the call if you want to get on a call with me we can get on a call a dm we can do go online do the share screen depending on where you are in in how in your knowledge of how to engage and then we can do that uh and so forth but that's that's it y'all that's all i got listen go home go home wherever your heart is that's where you need to be figure out how to get there okay figure out how to get there. if you can't figure out how to get there i got a lot of content out there to tell you how uh let me speak to my dads here for a second, people. And I'm I'm not one to make apologies. That ain't what I do. I'm a Scorpio. We don't know that word. But I know that there are some drama situations out there, fellas. And I know that I know the difficulties you might have felt yesterday because you are trying to be there. And I know some of y'all are even said it inbox me. What if you're trying? What if I'm trying to be there? You know, why, what, what if I'm paying? What if I'm doing this? There's so many scenarios. Listen, go get your lawyer, go get your lawyer because, and I know some of y'all like, I'll just wait. I'll wait till they're old enough and I can explain. You won't be able to, you might be able to explain, but then all that scar tissue is going to be there. All of that scar tissue is going to be there. You don't want to deal with the drama. Well, guess what? Guess who, guess who, guess who brings it in to the drama? An attorney and a judge, right? And then I know you don't want, some people like to say, well, you don't want to put the man all up your business. Let me tell you, it's a bunch, it's a bunch of other folk that sits on the, in the, that sits on the uh, courts at this time. But and sometimes don't even take all of that. Sometimes you just need somebody to get beyond your emotions, your hurt, and your pain. But understand all of that is at stake. But the one thing that is at stake right now, if you don't want something to affect your child, then you do the things not for it to affect your child. Uh, the law office of Precious Felder Gates. Uh, I got a chance to go to her wedding. So now I can say the law office, the law office of, I used to say the law office of Precious Felder. The law office of Precious Felder Gates um, has always been with Dryer Buzz. And I will share her information because I don't have it. Let me see if I can let me see if I can get it for you right now. Cause I know this is gonna go everywhere. But let me tell you, family law and it, it gets handled. It gets handled. There you go. Open my thing up and I'm getting notifications like crazy. Wait a minute. Let me see here. Okay, wait. We got to get to it. I'm going to I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this cuz you got to have it. 
Hold on. I, I know on the podcast you have dead air. But, okay, there we go. PF. PF, okay, on Instagram. PF underscore law LLC. PF underscore law LLC. Uh, 404-355-9400. Because y'all have inboxed me. You need, and I know, listen, family law. PF underscore law LLC. PF underscore law LLC on Instagram. Go over there and figure out how to get this situation. Don't don't spend another day like yesterday. That's all I'm going to say. Um, guys, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. How to get out of bed. I got out of bed today and the dog is like, come on, we got to go. All right, so the dog and I are going to go hang out. My first call is at noon. You can get the next call if you go to AskDryerBuzz.com. And uh, this is a daily podcast. We have a daily conversation in the mornings. But now that I'm looking back at all these notes, I guess I got to go start writing so I can get this book on the shelf. And y'all have a great day. And shout out again to all the dads. Happy Father's Day to my dad. Thanks, Dad. For going with us, hanging out, going on camera and all that kind of stuff. Y'all should have seen my dad and my daughter. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. My daughter my daughter was uh, trying to get my dad to eat them raw oysters. Were they raw? I still can't. I don't want to understand. He was trying to he was trying to go he was trying to go back to back with her on them things. She was throwing them things back. <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, man, we used to eat these back in the day. <laughs> Not like that. Oh, my God, it was so funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We had a great day, y'all. We had a great day. We had a great... And see, my daughter, she's vegan. She, she eats all the... And he and her, they go to lunch. They go and experience all these different places. So we went to one of their places, one of her favorite places yesterday. And uh, so we were eating. We let her order all this stuff. And what she does every time we go out, y'all got to try this, you got to try that, you got to try this. And me, thank God I have shellfish allergies, so I didn't have to. But watching them try to eat these oysters, y'all, they were cracking me up. Oh, my God, I had so much fun yesterday. I had so much fun. Thanks to uh, those of you I met yesterday to let me know that you are watching In the Kitchen with Dryer Buzz. I'll be back on Wednesdays. I know, y'all like, come on, we got to go. Go, go back to work. Go back to work. Or the rest of y'all go get out of bed. Have a great day, y'all. It's been awesome and wonderful. Do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.